Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately, man. I've been reading a bunch of these books about, like, kind of like, um, by the way, I'm rocking the Don't Get Dead shirt today. And Don't Get Dead, it's definitely a bad thing. Kind of like the finality of it. But I've been reading a lot of these books as I'm obsessed, given my background in psychology, not citing education because that makes you a tool bag, but about power dynamics and reading people. I'm just fascinated by the whole thing. Why some dude walks in a room and has the genesee qua and one doesn't. So, And this, this book about power came up. I'm going to get into that in a second because it's really important. I put in the chat before. I hope I didn't confuse a lot of you. You know, well, who are we? And it has a lot to do with all this. It wasn't meant to be some deep metaphysical question like, who are we? Why are we here? No, like literally, who are we? Conservatives. Who are we? My pillow soft and absorbent six-piece towel sets only $29.98 with promo code Dan. Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the radio podcast specials or call 1-800-637-4982. I got that. More on the China virus. Again, China virus or bacteria round two. China-teria, China virus, whatever the hell's coming out of there. The mask thing is unbelievably back again. It's incredible how many people are willing to stick this freaking face type. Guy's like, please, please don't. When I read this through the rundown, Guy must have seen it and been like, I can't. I'm going on strike tomorrow. This I can't take it. You know I can't take it. Folks, going online without ExpressVPN, <laughs> it's like changing while leaving your window wide open. You don't want to do that. You may not have anything to hide, but you're not going to give some rando a chance to be staring at you while you're getting changed. Well, the same thing happens when you go online without a VPN. ISPs, internet service providers, can see every single website you visit. You know that? They can legally sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who then use your data to target you. With ExpressVPN, you can browse more anonymously. When you use it, ISPs, they can't see your online activity. Your identity is anonymized by a secure VPN server. Your data is also encrypted for maximum protection. Plus, it's easy to use. Fire up the app, click a button. ExpressVPN works on phones. I have it on mine. Laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi, they're protected. Secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, and you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Joe, I'm very excited about the show today, so let's see what fine, sir. Dan, it's showtime. Yeah, man, it is. So here's what I'm talking about. This morning, before I came up on the air, I had a different intro plan. I'm reading through Twitter and I'm going to get into the, the data and stuff and on this tomorrow because it's important. But I'm reading a tweet by Ro Khanna, who's a pretty radical far left congressman. And he's like, all of our debt and deficits are caused by the Reagan tax cuts, the Bush tax cuts, the Trump tax cuts. And I'm like, you know what? I, I mean, I, that's obviously bullshit. I mean, you know that I'll show you tomorrow. I didn't have time before coming upstairs. But I thought, you know. Because they have such a reputation for lying about everything, the Democrats, I don't believe anything they say anyway. Only useful idiots do. But it was interesting. I was walking upstairs. And again, I've been reading all these books and stuff about these power dynamics. And I thought the sad part is the swampy Republican Party, I kind of feel the same way about. And that kind of sucks because that's not the conservative movement. That's not you, the chatsters out there. That's not you guys, but they pretend to represent us, but that's not who we are. That's who they are. You get what I'm saying? Like the reputation for lying on both sides is so pernicious and malicious 
that nobody trusts anything they say anymore. Matter of fact, the swamp, whether it's Republican or Democrat, you feel the same way with them you do about the media, that no matter what they say in a tweet or anywhere else, you almost automatically believe the opposite. In one of these books I've been reading about these power dynamics, they tell the story, and I told it on the radio yesterday. You ever hear the story of this uh, first, uh, this one AD, roughly, uh, the Chinese general, uh, Chuko Lang? This is an amazing story about what your reputation is and how much your reputation matters to you and why the shit garbage reputation of the swamp is so, so critical that we fix this and we get these people out of there and get decent people in there. Because nobody believes anything. Nobody trusts government anymore on COVID, on taxes, on the economy. Nothing. Nobody trusts anything these people say because they're always freaking lying. Because their reputation is for lying. This Chinese general, Lang, he had this incredible reputation. It's a true story, by the way. You can look it up. He had this amazing reputation as a military tactician. Everybody was afraid of him. Nobody knew what was going to happen. You were on the battlefield. You think you were winning. Boom, he'd flank you from one side. You're all dead. He had this fearsome reputation. But his reputation mattered because he backed it up with action. Unlike these dipwads we have in Capitol Hill and in the media now who don't back anything up with action. He just talks smack all the time. This guy actually backed it up with action and people were afraid of him. How much did this guy's reputation matter? Do you know this story? He gets cornered. He gets holed up in a, in a castle, in this little fortress. But behind the castle walls is Lang. He only has 50 guys. Again, true story. 50 guys. This army of 20,000 surrounds him. He's dead. 20,000 versus 50. I don't care who the hell you are. This ain't 300, man. You're going to lose. You're going to get smoked. They're going to breach that castle and you're finished. What does he do? He goes to the top of the castle, this general, because he knows his reputation precedes him. And he starts playing the harp loud, knowing the sound will travel. The harp. This army of 20,000 people outside, ready to kill this guy, they start freaking out because they're saying to themselves, holy shit, this guy's got to have 100,000 men in there. He's playing the harp. He didn't yet 50. You know that army retreated? 50 guys beat 20,000. Got them to back off. How? Because their reputation mattered. Folks, we're in for some hard times, man. There's another virus or bacteria breaking out in China. We don't know what it is. Nobody trusts anyone. Even if they told you right now, you still wouldn't trust them anyway. They're going back to the same failed BS we did before, masks and social distancing. You've got an economic crisis coming up. Have you seen the reverse repo numbers? The government's basically right now, they printed so much money, the government doesn't know what to do with it. So the money coming out of reverse repos flying into like T-bills is like, we're in so much debt. No, the government doesn't know where to get money from anymore is the problem. We got a potential war breaking out overseas with Taiwan. We need people with reputations and some freaking dignity who when they say something, we can believe them. We can trust them. When the world says something, we can trust them. Who are we, man? What do we stand for? Are we willing to stand on a set of principles no matter what so our reputation 
grows in prominence and flowers so that we can trust people? Or are we just going to continue lying to people and be in the same bunch of shitbird swamp rats we've been the whole time? These people up on Capitol Hill, I shouldn't say we, I should say they. I say that because here we go again with the international disease outbreaks again coming from China. We are right back where we started. Ladies and gentlemen, your reputation matters. Things could get really ugly. I'm going to talk about AI in a little bit too. Every single person in the tech space familiar with AI that I've seen is like, this thing's going to kill us. And nobody seems to be doing anything about it because nobody trusts anyone. Look at his story out of the sun. China brings back masks and social distancing in a chilling echo of the lockdowns over a mystery outbreak four years on from COVID. Right back to the same old stuff, folks. The Chinese Communist Party is going to rock and roll with masks and social distancing despite the epidemic failure last time of these two measures. And what's going to happen? They're going to do it right on over again over here because they love commies. You understand that this outbreak in China of this mystery virus, we don't know what it is. I don't trust anyone because their reputation is garbage. They're telling us it's it's pneumonia. I'm going to take a hard pass till I see actual data from someone I can trust with a reputation that matters. I Thank you. Joe's with me too. Of course you are because you don't trust shit coming out of these people. Why would you? What evidence, what, what, what evidence do you have the WHO is going to tell you the truth? What evidence do you have? The evidence that they lied to you in the past, that's evidence they lie, not they tell the truth. You realize China's in this problem right now, likely because of masks and social distancing? Because people's immune systems didn't stay frosty? It doesn't matter. They're going to do it again. And I promise you we're going to do it here again. Well, at least it's stuck in China. Uh, no, it's not. Express fresh epidemic fears as child pneumonia cases surge in Europe. Europe? Well, that, does that say, Joe, is that, is that you? Oh, it says Europe. Yeah. Is that, okay. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't alter that, right? Not to be, you're not trying uh, to be. Uh, oh, right. yes, that's okay. Playing a trick. Fresh epidemic fears as child pneumonia cases surge in Europe after China. The mask thing, I'm sorry. I, and I know Guy hates it. What are your two, what are your stories you hate? The spy gate and the mask thing? Those are the two. Oh, the cocaine gates. <laughs> Folks, in the chat, do you agree with Guy? Cocaine gate sucks and you hate it. Yes, I agree with Guy. Cocaine gate sucks. No, I agree with Dan. We love cocaine gate. Gee hates the cocaine gate, so he hates the mask. The mask thing to me is frustrating because it's epidemic of what we have right now in society, which is a lack of trust. You have this prophylactic measure, a mask, that people, serious people, I, I'm not saying they're good people. I'm saying serious people in serious jobs. It is pretty divided. Bacino, you're up. We've given you special privileges. You're up. Let's see. He or Dan, who's right? The mask thing to me that he hates too is so frustrating because people in serious positions, Burks, Fauci, I'm not telling you you're good people. I'm just telling you the positions they hold are serious and powerful. Swore to you these things work and everybody knows they don't. And they're going to do it again. And you wonder why your reputation is garbage. And when you take a poll of trust in institutions, the FBI, health authorities, the science, people are like 10% of Republicans trust these people. Maybe, who knows, maybe less. And then when you call them out on the BS, 
They try to suppress you. Do you see this thing, Michael Schellenberger? He has this just incredible story with Taibi and Alex Gutentag about this entity called the Cyber Threat Intelligence League. What the hell is this, an Avengers story? Apparently, they were working with the United States government and others in a winky-winky non-deal to go out and basically suppress conservatives on Twitter. You're like, wait, wasn't that the Twitter files? No, this is a totally new story about a totally new entity doing the exact same thing. What are you saying to yourself right now? Wow, Dan, there seems to be a pattern here. Private entities colluding with the government to crush free speech. It's largely conservatives. Yes. That's exactly what's happening. How much more do you need to hear? Listen, we're in real trouble. I'm long in the United States, ladies and gentlemen. I am. I can't say it enough. I absolutely believe that a higher power has given the United States some special place in the universe. I do. There's no reason we should be as successful as we are, but we are. We shouldn't have even survived the revolution, but we did. But man, we're going to get through some struggles lately. And if we don't get some people with a freaking reputation for doing the right thing in charge, no one's going to trust these institutions again. And I'm really afraid if we're looking at an economic collapse moving forward, no one's going to trust anything. What happens when they lose faith in the U.S. dollar? You realize, ladies and gentlemen, the, I don't have my wallet on me, but the U.S. dollar, I don't even have like a dollar in here. The U.S. dollar is just a piece of paper. No, no, it's worth something. No, it's not. It's not inherently worth anything. Gold at least has a purpose. You can mold it. People like the luster of it. You can use it in, in production. Paper money has no function whatsoever other than firewood or unless you want to take notes on it. It's only worth something because you have faith and you believe in it. Have you ever really thought about that? If this collapse tomorrow, which is absolutely possible if we continue on this track, if this collapsed tomorrow, everybody be looking at themselves like, well, what do I do now? What are you going to trade? Coffee cups? You're going to trade Ren and Stimpy dolls? What are you going to trade? What are you going to use to trade? Refrigerators? I mean, seriously, I'll give you my refrigerator for four chickens. This whole system we have right now is based on faith and reputation. It's all falling apart. There's a huge problem coming up if we lose in this 2024 election. Huge censorship, more masking, vaccine mandates again, social distancing, the same crap that didn't work last time. Yes. But there's a bigger problem, too. The bigger problem right now is, ladies and gentlemen, there is a mass influx of people flowing into the country. We have no idea who these people are. Folks, if 90% of the people coming into the country have nothing but goodwill, I'm giving, I'm even, not to say it's 95%. I don't believe it's that high, but say it is. We have millions of people coming in. You're talking about thousands, tens of thousands over years of people in here who are here only to do bad stuff. If we lose this next election and millions more come in, we are going to be in a very, very, very serious, perilous, existential public safety crisis if we're not in one already. And by the way, in case you think any of this is cheap, I want you to watch this little quick Fox segment here. 
How much do you think illegal immigration is costing us a year? You guys have any thoughts? Not you. You've already seen it. What do you think the number is in the chat? You have any idea how much illegal immigration is costing the United States government per year to house, to, to cater to these folks who come here illegally, I might add? Well, I'll answer the question. Actually, a reporter from Fox will. Take a look. We have new numbers, a new report from the U.S. House Committee on Homeland Security Majority. They say the price tag per year is four hundred fifty one billion dollars. That is both for the housing and care of the asylum seekers, as well as those known Godaways. What? I was watching you in the chat. A couple of people were close, but go back and look at the chat. A bunch of people were like three billion, two billion, a billion. Hey, I'm with you. I I would have been like, I don't know, 10, 20 billion. 451 billion dollars. You have any idea how much money that is? 451 billion dollars. You're talking about like four times the state budget of the state of Florida. It's like, yeah, you just said two Elon Musks. That's maybe four Elon Musks. $451 billion. That is insane. And in case you're thinking like, oh, re-election, Joe Biden will moderate maybe because there's no pressure to move left. You're crazy. Here is his DHS secretary, who, by the way, should have been impeached a long time ago. Al Mayorkas, who is the biggest clown in the cabinet. He's asked a very simple question. I want you to listen to this and I want you to tell me why I picked this clip. Because if you think this is going to get better, you are sorely mistaken. He mentions a specific, he mentions the A word, let's just say, but he dances around it. Take a listen to this. It also doesn't address the other sort of uh, elephant in the room, which is dealing with the undocumented uh, immigrants who are already here in the nation. And I know it's been a political football as to trying to figure out the best way to address that. But I'm going to ask you, what is the best way to address that from your perspective? The answer is quite clear and quite straightforward, and we've been waiting for it for about 30 years. And that is to fix a system that everyone agrees is fundamentally broken, and we need congressional action, both for uh, the lawful pathways uh, that really need to be more robust in statute and for the 12 million people who are here in the United States who have been contributing so fundamentally to our country's well-being. Uh, that, that, do, you, do, you, do you hear it at the end? Do you hear it at the end what he said in there? Do you catch the end of that? Oh, and we got to make sure we fix this whole system for the 12 million here illegally. A couple of you in the chat already caught on. Yeah, yeah. No, the A word's not that word in the chat. It's, <laughs> it's amnesty. Fundamentally to our country's well-being. They're fundamental to our country's well-being. They came here illegally. There is going to be a mass amnesty if they win. I don't know what else it's going to take to get people to get out and vote. Is it bad enough yet? I'll take my daily poll. The answer is, I don't think so. You agree with me? Is it bad enough yet? No, it's not. It's not. People are going to continue to vote for this nonsense until their communities are actually overrun. Amnesty's coming. 12 million people, just like that. 
I got another video coming up, and this is a global phenomenon. Folks, why the open borders push? Have you ever thought about this? I'm going to sum it up for you in two seconds. Exploitation narrative. That's why. I'll explain what I mean coming up in a second, but another shocking video overseas is even worse. Hey, now's the time to get your financial house in order. If you want to pay down credit card balances, you may, if you wait to pay down credit card balances, you may regret that. Your debt's going to get more expensive. It's getting more expensive and the minimal monthly payments are going to get harder and harder to make. Don't make that mistake. Homeowners, you have an opportunity to turn it around by using your home's equity to pay that debt off. American Financing salary-based mortgage consultants will help you consolidate that debt into one payment. They're saving homeowners an average of $700 a month. So what are you waiting for? You've got time right now to call our friends over at American Financing. It's a great company. It takes just 10 minutes. It costs absolutely nothing to get started. They'll review all your debt and show you how much you can save every month. Your monthly expenses are not going to decrease, and the government isn't going to help you. You have to help you. So make that call today. You owe it to yourself. American Financing is a good company. 888-994-7660 is the number. That's 888-994-7660, 888-994-7660. Or visit them online at AmericanFinancing.net, not .com, .net. AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS, uh, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Again, AmericanFinancing.net. Thanks, guys. The scroll. <laughs> Remember the scroll thing? <laughs> this is good times, baby. This is a global phenomenon. The open borders. A lot of you've asked, some of you even asked me in the chat sometimes, like, why does Soros and all these people push for these DAs and open borders? It doesn't seem to make sense. It's a political loser. Ladies and gentlemen, the answer is the exploitation narrative. When you understand the left, that they see every single asymmetry in the world as someone being exploited, everything makes sense. If I'm explaining this wrong, Joe, stop me. The United States, the richest country in the world, period. We have the biggest GDP, over $30 trillion. So if you believe in the exploitation narrative, then the United States must have stolen that. Stole the land, stole the money. They're stealing it from indigenous peoples. They're stealing it from people around the world. So how do you balance that relationship out? The answer is you open the freaking borders. It explains the Palestinian-Israeli thing too. Why do liberals support Palestinians, even though the obviously Hamas is on the wrong side of this? Obviously. Why? Because Israel's a rich country and Gaza, they've run it into the ground. So, of course, Israel must have exploited them. Folks, the exploitation narrative, I'm not kidding, explains every single thing on the left. Even, even it up, that level everybody down, open the borders. This is a phenomenon around the world. I want you to check this out. So Ireland's got a big problem. Immigrants in Ireland, some have created a real crisis. There's with some stabbings. Conor McGregor was involved calling these people out. Uh, now the government's mad at Conor McGregor for just telling the truth about what's going on at the UFC fighter. Now they're pissed at him. They're investigating him. This is how crazy this has gotten. Ireland has a massive immigration crisis, kind of rivaling ours, not in number, but definitely in severity. And listen to this lawmaker. They want to go and target who? The people committing these crimes that don't belong in Ireland? No, not them at all. They want to target the far right. This is coming here too. Check this out. 
We need to see an independent review of what went wrong. We also need to see an, a real commitment from government to tackle and target the far right, to ensure intelligence-led policing is tackling and taking them on. And thirdly, we need a commitment from government to give Gardaí the resources they need, frontline Gardaí, to ensure that we have more personnel. Gardaí's there, uh, basically a federal police force. This is what she's talking about. This is incredible. They open the borders. There's some crime, some as a result of it. People call that out and say, hey, maybe we should do a better job vetting who's in our country. And instead of investigating the criminals, they're investigating the people, they're investigating people calling them out and they're not even shy about it. I got more coming on Ireland tomorrow. Folks, my best advice for you right now, I, I've had to alter some plans, is stay out of Ireland. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm really not sure. if They're clearly right now Targeting people for political beliefs, you could find yourself in a prison. I am as serious as a heart attack. I would be very, very careful. I've had to make some significant changes. Imagine being targeted for your political beliefs in a country that professes to be a democracy. Imagine that happening. Sounds like some that happened. Oh, wait, here too. And for our Irish brothers and sisters who are, who are vigorously, Conor McGregor and others against this stuff, you've got a friend in me. And I'm not telling you our country don't have the same issues right now because we do. There are people here, like what has two thumbs and thinks the FBI is going to knock on his door? This guy, I'm worried about it too. This is a global thing. So while censorship and immigration are obviously enormous problems right now, right before this 2024 election. And man, we listen, we got to get it together, man. We got to get it together. We need 80 plus million people to vote in this election. We can't, we can't take another four years of this guy, folks. We can't. The censorship and the immigration are bad. But I'm going to make the case to you right now, folks, that you better get your economic house in order. I hinted at it at the beginning of the show because the economic situation it's a whole lot worse. I have been warning you over and over and over about the bond vigilantes. Folks, this does not take a detailed course in economics to understand. It's as simple as this. The United States government is spending money. We have absolutely no capability to pay back. None. We are in a ridiculous amount of debt. Over $34 trillion in debt. Our economy barely produces that in a year. Think about if you made $25,000 a year and owed $25,000 on your credit card. When are you going to pay that back? The answer is never. <laughs> we can't pay it back. So if the government's continuing to spend money, you should be asking yourself, Chatsters and everyone else, how the hell are they spending money we don't have? Where are they getting it from? Well, the answer is, they're borrowing it. They're saying, here's a bond. Someone please buy it. And then they take the money and spend it. That's where the term bond vigilantes come from. Because what's happening right now, folks, the United States government is saying, hey, we need to borrow more money. Bring us the cheese. And nobody's lending them money. So the United States is having to say, hey, we'll give you bigger and bigger interest if you just lend us money. Bigger interest paid by who? Yes, you. You're the United States. 
This semaphore article is worth your time. I don't know if you love or hate this site, but this is a good article. The headline is the story. Nobody wants U.S. Treasury bonds. Elementary economic forces, too much supply and not enough demand, have collided to create the worst stretch for U.S. government bonds since the Civil War. Joe, that was back in the 1800s, right? That was a long time ago? Yeah. Okay, it was. Quite a while back, yeah. You didn't, you were, you didn't fight in that, did you? No. No. You see, to you. A while ago, the government keeps borrowing to cover its budget deficits, while once reliable buyers of that debt, both at home, i.e. in the United States and abroad, have pulled back. The result? Investors are demanding the steepest yield since 2007. Auctions of fresh bonds that were once routine are now going terribly. And bond portfolios are getting absolutely hammered. The longest dated treasury bonds are in a bear market worse than the dot-com bust and almost as bad as 2008. Now, if you're watching my show right now, Chatsters and others, you're probably saying to yourself, Dan, I ain't heard Jack squat about this on the media and Jack left town. If everything's so bad and the government can't raise any money and the bond market's screwed, why aren't I hearing about it? Let me answer your question for you. Who's in the White House right now, Democrat or Republican? Yes, that's right. It's a Democrat. If this was Donald Trump in the White House right now, you'd be hearing about a bond apocalypse right now. Who are the bond vigilantes? They're people who are going to drive up the price of bonds and yields on bonds. Price go down as yields go up. Drive up the yield on bonds because they just don't trust the government anymore. And once they kick in and stop lending the government money, then they got to just start printing it which means inflation gets worse, which means yields will have to go up even more to crush inflation. That sounds like a death spiral. That's because it is. You know it's bad when Bloomberg, Bloomberg, I mean, like to the left of Lenin, when Bloomberg, just the other day, November 27th, is talking about how bad the cost of living is in the United States. They put this little pictogram up. They're like, we did the math, and the math ain't good. Indoor plants, 21%. Electricity. You kind of need that, right, Joe? Electricity for some stuff. Yeah, once in a while. Yeah, he doesn't use it often, but once in a while. Rent, 20%. Water, sewage, 16%. Restaurant food, 24%. Natural gas, 29%. Car insurance, 33%. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Bloomberg reporting on this. Even here, they've even got the indoor plants keynotes. Used cars, 35%. Groceries. You need those once in a while, right, Joe? Food supply and stuff. You don't do like IVs or anything? Yeah, once in a while. 25%. Pets. I guess even buying pets and pet food is expensive. 17%. There's Bloomberg, folks. Bloomberg. Bloomberg. I want you to watch this clip here. Because this is the stuff that's going to kill the Biden team. And this is why they're pushing for more censorship on, on TikTok. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, TikTok is a CCP controlled, I believe, app. They have deep connections. Kids love this thing. I'm sorry to tell you, but hundreds of millions of people are on this thing. And this is a major problem for the Biden team. It's why they're looking to censor TikTok. They are looking to censor TikTok because these videos, I'm on there. I have to be for my show. I see these things, I follow it, so you don't have to. These things are all over TikTok, and they are absolutely destroying the Biden team. I want you to watch these. So this is one, um, uh, this one's on social media. Um, this one wasn't exactly on TikTok. 
But this one is a video. You're seeing these all over the place. The Biden team wants these to go away so badly. Check this out. We're all struggling, struggling each day. Um, the cost of living is quadrupled. Um, just to get groceries has now costed me a second mortgage. Let's be serious. I have eight people to feed in my house. It's literally between twelve to $1,400 a month just to have groceries in my house. So now my credit, that's been great my pretty much my entire life because I've always believed if you can't if you can't buy it, don't have it. So I've never had credit cards till recently. Last couple of years, I've had to get credit cards just to get by. Those are all over, folks. TikTok, Reels, Snapchat, Instagram, they're everywhere. You can't, and I want you to just keep one thing in mind. A lot of these people are not political at all. They're not operatives. They don't, they're not, you know, you and I, let's just be honest. This is largely a political show. We're really like knee deep in it. You know what's going on. You know about AI, you know about taxes, marginal rates, bond market stuff. Because we talk about this kind of stuff all the time. These folks, nothing against them. They're living their lives. They don't have time for all this stuff. They got to like raise their kids, get to soccer games, buy groceries. These videos are everywhere. They are all over these platforms. Biden's team is getting destroyed by them. That's why the guy's at 37% approval. We have other problems too, though. We can stop this in 2024. I don't want this show to be this big downer show. We've got a chance in less than a year to stop it. And everything will turn around. Censorship, inflation, the economy, all of this stuff. Another big problem is the police state. Did you hear about this insane story about that lunatic Jack Smith, the tyrant, special tyrant going after Donald Trump? Folks, no BS. When I first read this story, I thought it was fake. I had a way, I applied my own internal Bongino rule to even looking at another version because I thought this has to be fake. It's not. Stay tuned, quick break, and I'll tell you what I'm talking about. You know, Nutrition matters, man. And uh, if you go to a doctor, if you go to anyone, a biologist, anyone has any experience in science, they're going to tell you what? Eat your vegetables. Eat your fruits. I use Field of Greens. I love this. This is the wild berry. Here's what most people say after using Field of Greens, that they've got way more energy throughout the day. The skin looks healthier. It helps with digestion. Stomach feels better. And they're just feeling better and healthier overall. I love it. I can attest to it. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to help support heart and vital organ health. And with flu season here, I trust Field of Greens. I take it twice a day to keep me healthy. I throw it sometimes in some green tea, sometimes water, sometimes a little bit of juice, sometimes in protein shakes. I take this stuff all the time. I promise you're going to love the product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you a 100% money back guarantee. That's how confident they are in it. I swear by the stuff. I wouldn't steer you wrong. I got you 15% off your first order and free rush shipping. Here's the website, BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. That's promo code Dan at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. It's an amazing product, Field of Greens. I like the wild berry. He likes lemon lime. Try it out. Our last sponsor today, GenuCell. It's a Christmas and holiday season. Time for gift giving, parties, and getting compliments everywhere you go. And look, years younger, thanks to GenuCell skincare. One of Paula's favorites. From now until Christmas, GenuCell Skincare's most popular package is better than 70% off at GenuCell.com. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. 
See those troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags, and puffiness. Yes, even sagging jawlines disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell Skincare's most popular collection. With its immediate effects, see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed or your money back. It's a great holiday gift, ladies and gentlemen. My mother-in-law loves it. So does Paula. Trust us. Plus, included in every most popular package is your free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that'll restore your youthful appearance. Visit GenuCell.com slash Dan now. Enter my special code Dan for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Dan. That's GenuCell dot com slash Dan. All right, back to the show. I read this freaking story and I'm like, no, no way. Like even for them, this is so crazy that they had to know the public would find out. What happened? Victor Nava, New York Post. Heavily redacted documents related to search warrant for Trump's Twitter account have been released. Notice the date on this story. It's just the other day. They note that the government didn't only want Trump's Twitter account. They also sought information on users who interacted with Trump. That sounds like this guy, that guy, this guy, that guy, that guy, and the 78,954 people in the chat right now. This is what the, no, yes, no, read it. All information, this is from the warrant, what they want. All information from the connect or notifications tab for the account, including all lists of Twitter users who have favorited or retweeted tweets posted by the account, as well as all tweets that include the username associated with the account, mentions or replies to warrant states. Ladies and gentlemen, this Jack Smith is a, a piece of garbage. This guy is one of the biggest tyrants we have ever seen in a country's history. I have never seen anything like it. This guy is acting so far out of the bounds of legal, moral, or ethical behavior. I can't believe even some Democrats aren't like, holy Moses, man, this is freaking crazy. We got to shut this down. Every Guy popped right to attention. You got it before me. It's like he had some kind of like precog thing going there. Minority report. Dude, you had to know that was coming. You had to know. This, folks, come on, seriously. And have you ever seen anything like this? I mean, this is like, we are, we did the movie Police State, Dinesh and I. I'm convinced we're already here. The only thing that stops me from going full bore, like we're already enmeshed in a full-blown police state, is Dinesh always brought up the point to me that if we were in a police state fully, you and I wouldn't be able to make a movie called Police State. But folks, I'm convinced we're being watched right now, so I don't even know how true that is anymore. What we are being, we know we've already been watched, Joe and I, we, the whole thing with Ukraine. No, it hasn't stopped. You're darn right it hasn't stopped. And folks, this is going to get worse. The government is... Okay, all right, I need to help. This is important. I don't want to freak you guys out or ladies, okay? But this threat of artificial intelligence knocking on our door, that's why I titled the show the way I did today. I only see one or two endings to this thing. This is where the show, again, if you want to tune out, I understand. I'll keep an eye. I see 79,900 something here. If we, you want to tune out, I totally get it. The show going to get a little dark from here. Folks, we got about a year or two left before either the government uses AI to make sure freedoms are absolutely wiped out 
or AI uses itself to wipe us out. I have spoken to, I, I got a, 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 I'm in a very important position these days. I, I've been blessed by this microphone. I mean, this sound ridiculous, but you guys have blessed me with this microphone. I take it seriously. And what happens is I get access to a lot of people. People want to be on the show and talk about stuff. I'm not joking when I tell you every single person who has any degree of expertise whatsoever in what's going on in artificial intelligence has at a minimum, a minimum expressed deep concern at a maximum is convinced if we don't do something quick, it's going to wipe us out. There's not a single, not a single person I've spoken to. How many have you spoken to? Fair question. We need a sample size. Maybe 20. So you say, oh, that's not a lot. No, trust me, it's a lot. You talk to 20 nuclear engineers that tell you that, hey, this nuclear plant's going to melt down. Sounds like you got a freaking problem. Every one of them has told me that this thing is not ready and that it could potentially kill us all. And, and, and everyone is attested to the fact that we have almost no idea where it's going to go. Oh, Dan, you're being dramatic. I ain't being dramatic, dude. I talk about it to my wife all the time. I don't want to die. I did that preparedness segment yesterday. The thing that scares me the most is AI, followed by an EMP attack. That's that by far is artificial intelligence. Why am I bringing this up today? Well, again, everyone involved in this is telling you this thing is going to kill us. Here's Axios, left-wing Axios, former Google CEO, guy who probably knows a little bit about this stuff. Companies' AI guardrails aren't enough to prevent harm. How many freaking times do we need to be told this? The danger, he said, arrives at the point which the computer can start to make its own decisions to do things. Hello? When, say, such a system discovers access to weapons and we can't be certain the system will tell us the truth. This old Google CEO, two years ago, he said that moment was probably 20 years off. Today, Eric Schmidt, the Google CEO, former CEO, said some experts think it's only two to four years away. Guy I spoke to thinks it's a year away. Self-aware? Access to weapons? Folks, what's the golden rule of the show? Don't get dead. If you think I'm like, if, if I need something for clicks or something, and we just kind of threw this in there, you're freaking crazy. You don't know me and you don't know the show. There is nothing that scares me more than this. You are dealing with something you don't understand. And even if the science of it, you're like, ah, you know what? I don't even care. Maybe the spiritual side will affect you as much. I assume a lot of you, I, we didn't lose anyone, 81,000. So I'm assuming you're, you're thinking exactly what I'm thinking. For a second, a lot of you in the chat, can I just assume that a lot of you in the chat are religious and spiritual people? You, you sound like it. I've I talked to a lot of you beforehand. What was God's warning to us in the Garden of Eden? What's the one thing he told us not to do? Eat from the tree of that forbidden knowledge, man. And maybe creating an intelligence. Maybe the Bible was prescient. The one thing we're not supposed to be doing, trying to play God, we're doing. The Bible's, may, again, maybe the science argument doesn't work for you. Maybe the spiritual one. The Bible opens with this story. And we're doing it. 
It's going to kill us. Wait till this thing discovers nuclear weapons and breaking uh, cryptography. They don't even need nuclear weapons. Like I said, it can just change the composition of the water supply without telling anyone and everyone in your house will be dead. And it's nothing we can do. It's already too far along. And it honestly, if we stop, China won't. I'm just hoping somebody in 2024 gets in charge that has a, a, a clear-eyed view of what's going on and finds some way to get some international seats at the table with this and say, hey, we better get control of this before it wipes us out. All right. A couple more things I wanted to get to. You know, you guys like this? You don't, you, what do you get? You don't like to say the AI stuff, do you? You guys like this stuff? Yeah. It is. I'm just, you know, I don't want to scare you all. You know, I'm always long in the United States and who knows, maybe we will figure it out, but I'm not optimistic. Hey, um, you know, there's this thing going on over in the Middle East right now that we've been talking about quite a bit. Haven't spoken about it much in the last few days, but uh, Hamas, sadly, the demon savages are winning this PR war. It's really disgusting and disgraceful. I've never seen a PR war so effective. No, it is. I mean, how they got a bunch of useful morons to go out and parade and celebrate uh, for a bunch of people who rape women, cut their Achilles tendons so they can't run away, and apparently just wiped out a family of four and others and killed thousands more. I I can't even emphasize to you how sick that PR campaign is, but it's working. So I heard this interesting line the other day, because Hamas, of course, takes hostages, women and children and little babies and stuff. And a couple of people on Twitter who are obvious demon savage supporters were like, but they're treating the hostages they took humanely. So um, I'm going to warn you. Joe wanted me to warn you, and I need to warn you. I'm going to play a video for you. If you're not ready, it's a video of a shooting. It's graphic, but it's a little bit from a distance. I'm going to see anything up close. But if you're, if you're not ready for this, tune out. So here's Hamas trying to capture a bunch of hostages on a on road in Israel. So you see them pulling up in the truck, right? They, they treat, of course, their hostages very humanely. You'll see the humanity of them right here. Here they're getting out of the truck. Look at that. So there's the Hamas demons. A guy tries to get away. Look, he tries to get away. Oh, there you go. Oh, man, right to the head. Oh, shoot him while he's on the ground, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Him a few more times, just in case. Real freedom fighters. Real courage there. Guys are real brave. Ah, it's, they're treating them humanely, though. Well, you know, I, I can't. I can't even with this stuff because it's just, I can't believe how many people. They're like, oh, there's going to be a Christmas tree lighting in Rockefeller Center. We're going to shut it down to, for the, to support the Demon Savage movement. Now, yeah, okay, that's great. You're going to really, a lot of Americans are going to love that. You guys are great. All right, here's some good news. We'll end the show on some good news because it sounds kind of, you know, been kind of like down, but it's not. I'm long in the United States. The right people, we can still get a hold over this stuff. We're not there yet. These machines clearly at this point are not yet self-aware. So we got time. to Again, Terminator was not meant to be a documentary, right? What the hell? We don't want to hear I'll be back, okay? A strange endorsement for Donald Trump the other day. I say strange because I got a lot of questions on this. Some guy, uh, who was it in the chat this morning? Announce yourself that asked me, hey, Dan Bongino Show, are you going to talk about this BLM guys endorsing Trump? 
And I said, yes, right, Joe? It was part of the plot. I didn't just throw it in there after you asked. Of course I was going to talk about it. And I'm going to reiterate my point because I'm not a fraud or a hypocrite. Folks, endorsements don't mean much. Nobody votes for endorsements. I'd rather, I'll say this, I'd rather have them than not, but they don't really move a needle publicly. And if you doubt me, I'll ask you the question. Outside of Trump, whose endorsement actually does matter, who's the next endorsement that changed your mind and you voted for because of an endorsement? You can't even think of anyone. Nobody does that. But I'd rather have them than not. And if I was going to have endorsements, honestly, even though I'm still convinced they don't really move the needle much, I would rather have them from like on the ground people. Now, the Black Lives Matter movement has totally discredited itself. But this guy who claims he's part of it seems to have had a major like awakening as to the Donald Trump effect on the black community. This happened on Fox the other day. And I think Lawrence Jones was really surprised. Did you guys see this? Like Lawrence is like, hey, man, you used to be associated with the BLM movement. The guy's like, no, I still am. Here, take a look at this. We looked at some of the polls for Trump over uh, over Biden in the battleground states. In 2020, it was 8%. Now in 2023, he has 22%. And that's just not black men. So uh, election, the election is right around the corner. If you had the opportunity to talk to the former president, I'm sure he's watching right now. What would you tell him? Call me on my cell phone, man. I'll stop for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, uh, I- I'm fascinated by you. Wh- why did you end up l- leaving Black Lives Matter? Or are you still affiliated with it? No, no, no. I'm still affiliated with it um, all day it, because the thing about it is I'm my message that I preach and, and, and that I tout is unity. It's a message of unity. It's unity driven. I want to bring together all the marginalized groups from the, the margins and bring them to the center because we're stronger together as a as a one nation under uh, indivisible under God. I, I love Lawrence. Lawrence, a great dude. Lawrence seemed really surprised there. He's like, oh, what happened since you left BLM? Guys, like, I haven't left. Now, again, listen, we'll take the votes. Somebody can tell you not to vote for us. I I think BLM is obviously an awful group. We've highlighted some of their uh, their Patrice colors and some of their Marxist leanings. But I guess this guy, maybe he's an idealist who actually believes the line Black Lives Matter, which ironically, the group Black Lives Matter doesn't believe in at all. They believe in building large mansions. But who knows? If I were going to have endorsements, folks, I'll say what I've always said. I don't think they moved the needle. But I'd rather have them from people like that on the ground than people in politics. I would. I'd rather have like Joe Average at a focus group on Fox or Newsmax say, you know, I was a Democrat. I'm voting for Trump. People, I I don't know. You agree with me? I think people listen to those type of people more than politicians. They're like, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. My brother's an electrician up in New York, local three. My brother told me Trump in a 2016 race, he was voting for Trump. I never heard anything like it. Guys voted for Democrats his whole life. I couldn't believe it. It turned out his whole union shop was voting for Trump. Those are the kind of endorsements that matter. Joe brought up a good point, though. You know who's probably really upset about this? Uh, Karen Phillips. Yeah, Karen had a bad day. That Deadspin story about the Chiefs guy. Did you get the update on that, folks? The poor kid, the Chiefs game, who put uh, the Chiefs colors on his face. And that guy at Deadspin implied he was a racist. He only took a picture, uh, showed the picture from one side. Well, it turns out that the kid's family is actually Native American. Karen's having a really bad day. Karen, Karen's how did you do like, that? <laughs> wait, is he, wait, wait, Karen, wait, how did you do that? 
That's no, don't tell me. It's good, fellas. When he's talking to Karen. God, did you folks, did you catch that? Why did you? That's when Karen flushes the coke down the right. Play that again. You Karen, why did you do that? Karen, why did you do that? Karen, Karen's having a really bad day. Hey, last story because you know I come from uh, I come from New York. It's this week started with my my uh, ode to my southern new southern family who I love. I love you people in the South. That thing went nuclear, man. I, I, I don't think I've ever put a post up that got more views than my ode to the South because you, you folks down here have just been so special to me and my family. But I was born in New York. And like I said, I don't fake the funk and I'm not a poser. I don't, you know, walk around pretending to be like the soul life guy in Florida. That always makes me laugh. People, I'm sorry. It's so goofy. Like these people down here in Florida who live the salt life, they live the salt life, man. They're out on the boats at the sandbars. They're fishing. They got the salty hair, the sand over the back of their truck. Like this. And then we, you know, some of us moved down and they just, you throw the sticker and you go, salt life, bro. I, I'm, I'm a New York kid. I have been. And you need to escape and get out of there as soon as you can. Why? Because people of AOC's ilk, these far left socialists dominate New York politics. So New York City is in the middle of a major financial crunch right now. They're a sanctuary city overwhelmed by immigrants and they're running out of money. And people are fleeing New York by the hundreds of thousands. They can't get out fast enough. And I highly recommend you get out too. If you're a conservative, come to Florida. If you're a liberal, please don't come down here. Move anywhere else. Go to Illinois. I hear they'd love you. Go to hang out in Chicago. I don't wish any ill will in any of these states. I love the conservatives there, but just don't come down here if you're not a conservative. We don't want you, okay? So AOC realizes they've got a big budget problem in New York. So a budget problem would mean, and we'll get into a little bit of this tomorrow with that Ro Khanna tweet that really ticked me off to start the show. But if you had a big budget problem, you would probably cut your spending, right? To stop people from moving out. AOC's got the solution. She wants another tax hike in New York. So they went over the numbers and they noted that, and this just makes my point I'm going to make again tomorrow. No matter how much you tax people, and how much these scum on the left takes out of your pockets, because that's what they are. They steal your money. They will always spend it. AOC wants more, but this guy notes New York has the nation's highest K-12 spending. Student outcomes are middling, though. The state also spends more on Medicaid than Texas and Florida combined. New York agencies also pay some of the world's highest prices for infrastructure. More hasn't been, nor will it ever be, enough. No, it'll never be enough. It'll never be enough. They will take and take and take. And I'm going to show you some numbers tomorrow. And I'm going to show you that these people are lying to you about the effect of taxes, the effect of budgeting. These people are totally, completely, 100% full of crap. What's that? Yeah, she is smart. You know, she's very intelligent. I mean, uh, she does a lot of TikTok videos. Don't get dead shirts. Are in in some sizes. So if you still want one, store.bongino.com. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff for the holidays. So check that out. Again, all our proceeds go to charity from that. So we really appreciate it. These things sell out fast. This is turning into like a movement, by the way. I think I told you I was in Nashville and I ran into a guy in a store with the Don't Get Dead shirt. I thought he was there for our concert in Nashville. He was just roaming around the store. The craziest thing. Like these things are all over the country now. We sold tens of thousands of these suckers. Like people... See, he wore it to Sprouts. I don't know what he's doing in Sprouts, but he goes to Sprouts and a guy's like, hey, man, cool shirt. Yeah, you're darn right. So pick one up today and uh, we'll, we'll try to order some more, too. Thanks again for tuning in. Join us in the chat every single day. 
rumble.com slash Bongino. And please, I'm imploring, I'm practically begging you, please download the Rumble app. We did a lot of hard work on it. The user interface is far, far better. We've done crazy good improvements. Download the Rumble app, set up an account on Rumble, follow my show. We're only, I think, 20,000 people away from 3 million. 3 million. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Give us a follow. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.